John, sum up your feelings. I'm still buzzing, to be honest with you. Out of breath. <laughs> Obviously, I need to do a bit of training myself when this six-month period starts. Uh, yeah. Just thrilled with the performance, you know. Um, we knew it was going to be a really tough game. Um, when you're coming in, you know, as we were coming in after winning two, and you know, you, you know, it's 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 really challenging to be ready and on the money. Uh, but we were we were today, and we knew that ourselves from the minute we got into gear this morning, and we met in the in the in the train, you know. The noise levels in our group are through the roof and it's always a real barometer of where we're at as a group, uh, particularly the player group. But it wasn't just the player group, it was the management team as well. You know, there was huge amounts of banter and just fun and uh, no nerves, no, no, uh, nothing that would give you any indication that there was any nervousness there at all. And our, our day went really smoothly as well. Everything was you know, a minute or two ahead almost, if you like. So, it's an important part of, of what you have to do in order to, to perform. And uh, I think the last four weeks, five weeks, you know, even before the Galway game, you know, in training, we were hitting levels of performance that didn't come out in the Galway game. You know, we were disappointed with our performance in the Galway game. Um, individuals would have been very disappointed with their performance in the Galway game. Um, but, you know, they, from the Tuesday night afterward, we went back, you know, I knew that night, like the effort they put in that night, the hitting they did on a, on a Tuesday after a Sunday game, like, you know, it's, it's really not meant to be that type of session, but it almost becomes that because the players are demanding it of themselves. So even if you're just doing a, a high ball drill and there's two fellas underneath it, like if they're wrestling each other to the ground to get under that high ball, you know that they're on the money. And like that was the Tuesday after Galway, so you know the, the boys set the tone themselves for the two weeks, and it's probably been a super two weeks for all of us, really. To be honest, I think everybody, you know, Paul had a fantastic piece of work put together for them over the two weeks, drove them hard. All the coaches worked really hard with them: Angus, Dodge, Alan, Timmy Hoolan, all the all the lads working with the goalkeepers. You know, that's another area. Our puck out stats were poor in the semi-final. You know, I don't know what they turned out to be today, but I'm sure they're, they're well up there. Uh, we worked really, really hard on that. Nicky worked really, really hard on his ball striking, and I thought his ball striking today was impeccable. It was just impeccable. And, uh, you know, he worked so hard on that, so I'm delighted for him. But, listen, to go back to it, an incredible performance, a huge challenge brought by Kilkenny. You know, we played fantastic hurling, but they still cropped up with, you know, quality scores themselves from the half-forward line, midfield, and you know you could hardly believe that like, there was only four points in it. You know, coming up to half time, and I'm saying like, God, all the hurling we played, and Kilkenny are still there. And you know, there was nothing in it at half time, absolutely nothing really. And they came strong then in the second half, even though we started quite well. They came strong then, brought a huge challenge, got a great goal, and that was a massive question: How would we react to that goal? And you know, our response was great. We got a good point shortly after. And the lads coming off the bench made a huge impact. Cahal O'Neill, Conor Boylan, Peter Casey, David Reedy, you know, all made telling contributions. Um, but for me, I think ultimately the, what was the most important piece today was how we were going to cope with the long 
puckouts into our half the pitch, which were going in behind our half back line. And you know, we managed in the overall, I think, to come out on top in that question. And we we were tenacious on getting ball to ground and winning breaking ball. And there was always somebody available when we won the ball. There was always somebody outside you waiting for it to carry it again and take it out. And I thought our defence was resolute and probably showed a level of resilience that mirrored our season because we've had a really, really tough six months. We've had setback after setback after setback. I could list 20 significant events that occurred during the course of the six months that you know, were a challenge to us. And you know, the lads, you know, incredible, incredible resilience to keep going. Like Keane got injured last Sunday. You know, what looked like a very, very serious injury at the time. And the game went on. We, we drove on, we got back into it straight away and we drove on, you know, and they drove on at a level that was, you know, at, at the highest I've ever seen. So they've responded to everything that has happened during the course of the year. And, you know, when it came down to it, what was the most telling piece there today was the resilience that they showed when it mattered most to refuse to lose that game and that no matter what, they were going to win that ball in defence and bring it out. And that was the ultimate uh, factor, I think, in the, in the deciding of the game. It's hard for me to assess that now, to be honest with you, because I don't know the exact stats of it, right? I don't know how many points he scored. I don't know. One five. Okay, yeah, it's, it's a decent return. Uh, so, listen, Garod would have been one of the guys that would have been very disappointed with his performance in the semi-final. He'd be the first to put his hand up and say that. And he was very honest in his work uh, during the course of the last two weeks of training. Really, really honest and led the charge and just knuckled down and didn't, uh, you know, wallow in disappointment. He focused in on what he could do today and I think that's reflected in his performance today. And, you know... There was a lot of fantastic performances on both sides there today. Really fantastic performances on both sides. And, uh, yeah, um, I'm delighted for him because he's had a couple of finals that he mightn't have been altogether happy with. You know, 18 he wasn't happy with. So I'm delighted that he got that performance today out of himself. John, you mentioned already that there was no nerves leading up to this game. And, I mean, that really showed in injury time. Got back to a two-point game. It was one score game, essentially. There was also no cards in the game or anything as well. It just really shows how immense the mentality of the last is and how much does that mentality play into the success that this team is having. Yeah, God, you've got great odds on a, on a game between Kikini and Limerick uh, and no cards. <laughs> that was one that definitely got away from some punter out there anyway. Uh, yeah, and should we no card in the semi-final leader, mm. apart from Paul Kinnerk. But, uh, <laughs> that was an awful, awful tackle. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, listen, it was a game played with fantastic spirit. It wasn't really, you know, it was a proper battle. Proper battle. And some tremendous scores got by both sides. And, you know, just hugely relieved and delighted with the what, what our lads did. And, yeah, very proud of them. John, when Richie Hogan got equalised Listen, you are exacerbating with yourself, you know, to a certain extent, you know, Christ, what do we have to do to get away from these guys? You know, like we were hurling well, 
You know, we were winning puckouts, we were getting creating scoring opportunities, and yet they were still there, like you know. And obviously, this was a key key piece of the game. Now, who's going to respond? You know, who's going to go into the ascendancy and dominate the next, you know, minutes of the game and create the next number of scoring chances and take them? And you know, I think ultimately we did. We found the resolve, you know, defensively and in attack. Like, you know, for lads coming off the bench to take on the shots that Cahill O'Neill took on, that Dave, that Conor Boylan took on, you know, that Peter took on and kept taking on, even though we didn't get them all, but we, we took the chances on, you know, and we committed to them. And, you know, if you don't commit to those chances, Diem got a very important free 65, sorry, and, you know, nailed them all today as well, you know, things that didn't happen in the semi-final for us with the same frequencies you'd expect either. So Diem would be particularly pleased with his contribution in that regard in terms of the percentage of chances he got and converted as opposed to the number of chances he converted. He had a load of chances in the semi-final but didn't convert them all, he got some. So, listen, it was down to that last block of time, whatever it might have been, 13, 14 minutes, and we managed to find the scores and we made it more difficult for Kilkenny to get those scores. We've got numbers back. They looked like, you know, it means the world, you know. It means the world. We've such respect for, for Kilkenny and what they've done, what Brian has done with the various groups that he's had over the last you know, 24 years, is it? I think it's 24 years. Um, you know, their record is unparalleled. Uh, it'll take generations to, for it to, to be anywhere chased by anybody, and it probably never will. But, you know, the hallmark of the teams is always their hard work, but like they're ter tremendously skillful as well. You know, TJ's ability in the air, Walter's ability in the air, their ability to take scores, you know. The goal that that, uh, that Owen Cody took like was just an incredible strike as well. I got a brilliant point shortly after that again. You know, they have it all in abundance, like and you know <coughs> to win any final is difficult. But you know the challenge is going to come to you physically and tactically and in hurling terms. And to be up to that is just, you know, uh, a tremendous achievement for our boys and I'm that's what makes it so special. This, John, this is really special. John, you talk about resilience there, and you say that there's like 20 events probably happen through the year. Can you tell us like two or three that we don't know about? Well, Shirkeen Lynch's injury last weekend, like you know, after a 10 week after a 10 week hamstring injury, he gets back and plays in the semi final for 20 minutes, and on that Sunday morning, he was absolutely electric. He was winning ball left, right, and centre, and just went to make a tackle and got caught awkwardly. Like that's a devastating blow for any team to take, but for the group to respond the way they did to his injury for him, you know, and play like they did for the following 20 minutes afterwards while he's been taken away in the back of a jeep, you know, that's hard. Someone that you're that close to has had a devastating energy, and you were there to witness it, but you still have to drive on and put yourself literally in his shoes again, that you could be the next one to go down, you know. We, we suffered two more injuries on Friday night in training. You'd say, how could you possibly get injured on a Friday night in training? We had two injuries on Friday night in training. Two men were down, significant players on the team. So, like, it, it just, Kyle was injured with hamstrings, I'd say, a number of times during the course of the year. And we couldn't get form in the start of the year. We couldn't, you know, we couldn't find any degree of fluency or flow 
during the early part of the year and you're wondering, you know, when are we going to turn this corner? Are we ever going to turn this corner? Is it within us to turn this corner? So, you know, you know, at the end of the league, just before the last game of the league, we, we went away for a few days to Killarney and it was from there that the, the genesis of the, you know, the season that followed came. You know, we, the boys committed to giving it everything they could for, for the, the, the weeks after that and you know, we found some form coming into the Cork game and into the, the Waterford game and you know, there was a dip again then but we came again with fantastic performances against Clare and obviously the Munster Championship was, you know, the Munster final was a significant event. And have you sense where that comes from, John? Sorry? Have you sense of where, how that resilience has built up over the course of the five years that, that you've been around? Listen, resilience is obviously when people can cope with adversity. And we've experienced a tremendous amount of adversity over the years. There's an incredible bond between these players. There's a tremendous trust. And they mean the world to each other. And when you're in the melting pot out there and those balls are raining down on top of you and you've got to take on, you know, to get that, that breaking ball or to catch that ball or break that ball, be available for a pass, take on that shot, the people around you, you have to trust them and trust them with literally everything you have in you. And that unity and togetherness and trust that they have is, you know, that's, that's what makes them what they are. John, did you ask Keith to speak to the players or did he speak to himself as always well um, yeah, he, he spoke to the group. Uh, he finished off our piece on Friday night, and you know, he's involved in everything we do. He's our vice captain, so he's there always at all times. Um, and the boys are all there for him as well, obviously, you know, because it's hugely disappointing for him to have had the season he's had, you know, sent off in the Fitzgibbon Cup final, tears his hamstring uh, badly, you know, misses ten weeks, comes back, does all the rehab, gets himself back in a position to play in an All Ireland final, having had the year he had. And for him to experience, you know, an absolutely freak injury in training seven days out, like that's not, you know, you're not going to be racing down the road into a bookies when you have that kind of uh, look for, for, for yourself. So, listen, it was heartbreaking for him. Everybody was so disappointed for him. But being the man he was, he absolutely committed to everything we did all week. And the boys, you know, committed to making sure that they weren't going to let him be the reason that, you know, people might say that's why he lost that final. It absolutely is, yeah, absolutely. And because look at look at the opposition we had to play. Like we played everybody in Munster. We had an incredible battle with Clare in the Munster final. Uh, Galway, super side that we've had huge battles with over the last five or six years as well. An incredible side. And obviously then to meet Kilkenny in the final, like we knew we had done our homework on on Kilkenny the same as we do every team. But we knew the numbers they were hitting in terms of their tackling, in terms of their scores they were getting. You know. They were putting in numbers that we knew were significant and their performances were very, very significant. So there was a red flag up to us straight away. We knew we were going to have to be at our absolute best if we were going to get a, 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 the result we wanted today. And it took that performance and it took it in absolute spades. You know, it's probably even a better performance than I probably hoped for, to be honest with you. You know, it was an incredible performance and one that the lads should be extremely proud of. Yeah, 
I, do, I don't think in 2007, personally myself. Um, all, I, all I said to my two girls at home yesterday morning was, I hope you understand that when I was year age, I went to see Limerick play Galway in the All-Ireland Final in 1980, and it was the only time I was in Crow Park in my youth, until I was in my 20s in 94. So, and that, that was it. And they couldn't believe it. I said, that's the way it was, you know, and I said, you just need to make sure that you, you know, memory bank this because you don't know how lucky you are. And to be fair, we have a lot of very appreciative supporters out there in fairness. So, and uh, that may be.